Greetings, amazing human beings. Welcome to another episode of Daily Gems. My name is Reese, and it is my personal mission to rid the world of the deadly disease of low self-esteem, one amazing human being at a time. Today, I want to talk about um, talking to yourself, right? I want to talk about inner dialogue for a moment. Um, don't kid yourself and say that you don't talk to yourself. You know, they used to tell us that, you know, only crazy people talk to themselves and things like that. But if we be honest, we all have a constant inner dialogue going. I mean, that's that's who we are. That's how our mind works. And one of the one valuable lesson that I've learned is that the quality of our lives is determined by the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves, because that's what that inner dialogue is. It's constant. We're constantly asking ourselves questions. So in that spirit, as I was in the mood to, uh, just like everyone else, um, preparing for the new year, I began to think of, okay, what questions do I need to ask myself? You know, what, what should this inner dialogue, excuse me, what should this inner dialogue sound like as I prepare to transition into a new year? You know, what are some of the things that I need to be aware of? What are some of the things that, you know, need to be on my radar that I need to consciously be making effort to to tackle, so to speak, right? So what I want to share today is uh, 13 questions that I asked and answered that, um, you know, that have really helped me to put some things in perspective and really gave me a, a, a jump start for 2019. Now, obviously, it, it's, it's early in the year when I'm sharing this, but this these questions and this this change of inner dialogue is applicable at any time. The moment you decide that you want to do different, the moment you decide that you want to do better, the moment yet that you decide that you want to transition from um, from one place to another, these questions can really help put some things in perspective for you. Now, I actually came up with about 22 questions, but I narrowed it down and I, and I fused a few together and came up with the number 13. Um, for some reason, people uh, once upon a time used to believe that 13 was an unlucky number. So I kind of just was playing off of that when I chose 13. So anyway, here we go. Let's get started. So question number one, right? Question number one. And I'll make sure I post these questions so that you can go uh, answer them yourself and um, really dig into it. And if I can help in any way that I can, obviously let me know. So <clears throat> pardon me. Here we go. What sets you on fire? or makes you feel alive and how can you create more of this in your life so you know the the, the question itself is is, is self-explanatory what sets you on fire right what makes you feel alive when do you feel like you're you're floating when do you come alive when are you energized like what are you doing when you feel like when you get that woo like when you get that 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 jolt of energy and you feel like wow like that's me right there that's when I'm at my best right that's that's when I'm in my zone what, what is that what's happening what are you doing when you when you catch fire like that right what are you doing when what, what's that activity or that thing that makes you feel alive and second part of the question is how can you create more of this in your life, right? So for me, excuse me, you heard my voice crack. For me, for me, it's building bridges, right? Building bridges, right? What do I mean by building bridges? I believe that my purpose is to help people get from point A to point B, right? I'm a ladder builder, right? My 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 purpose, well, I'm getting ahead of myself because that's in a later question. Anyway, so building bridges and the way that I'm 
uh, I intend to build more bridges is to, you know, through speaking, through things like what I'm doing right now, engaging with you through writing, which is something that I'm very, very passionate about and something that I do daily through teaching, through speaking, you know, and, and, and most of all, through all of those mediums, but just investing in people, investing in people and helping them to become their absolute best selves. That's my mission in life, to invest in people, to pour into people like yourself, right? That's what my sole mission in life is. So the second half of the question, how can you create more of this in life? Well, for me, it's creating more content. It's it's opening my mouth more. It's speaking more. It's 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 doing more writing. It's prioritizing these things over the daily mundane things in life because sometimes we can life can get in the way of us doing what sets us on fire. So we have to make sure that we prioritize these things to ensure that we're not missing opportunities, that we're not growing, that we are not sweeping our, our our purpose under the rug and that we're not, you know, only engaging in the things that set us on fire once in the blue versus looking to uh, build a life where these things are part of our daily lives. Does that make sense? So that is question number one. And that's my answer to that question. Question number two, what is one change in your lifestyle that would almost immediately give you more peace of mind? <laughs> and the second half of the question is, what the heck are you waiting for? I'll read it again. What's one change in your lifestyle that would almost immediately give you more peace of mind? And what the heck are you waiting for? This was a tough one right here because, you know, I'm not into the politically correct answer. I'm not into sounding good or sounding cool. I'm into... Um, you know, looking within and answering the question honestly. And for me, it's really, it's letting it freaking rip, right? It's, it's being 100% free to express who I am, right? It's not holding back. It's not censoring myself. It's not, you know, it, it, it's not, um, what's the word I want to use? No, just that, that's it right there. Just letting it rip, just showing up 100% unapologetically as me. Um, what I know is that whenever I let it rip, whenever I show up as 100% me, that lives are changed, right? Because I'm, I live by the law of addition. I add to people. Every connection that I have, every relationship that I have, every person who I encounter, um, when they leave my presence, they're better off because of it. And that's not uh, that that's not bigging me up. That's just that's my mission. And so I make sure of it. Um, I make sure that when you leave my presence that I have added to you, I'm not a taker. I was once upon a time, but now I only want to add to you. So to the answer to that question is letting it freaking rip. Just doing what I doing, what I want to do, doing what I love to do and not holding back, not apologizing and just allowing myself to be free, 100% freedom of expression. And uh, the second part of that question, what the heck are you waiting for? I'm not waiting at all because I'm sitting here and um, uh, recording this for your for your eyes and ears. So I'm not waiting anymore. I'm letting it freaking rip. I wish I, I, I wish I still curse like I used to because I would I could say that with a little more feeling. But we're just going to say freaking letting it freaking rip. All right. Question number three. Name one 
huge to you accomplishment you would love to celebrate this time next year? This is a great one right here, and this is going to vary. Listen, if you if you decide to answer these questions, which I really hope that you will, make sure your answer, that's why I have in parentheses, huge to you, right? Don't, don't try to come up with an answer that you think people will like, that you think will sound good to, you know, the people close to you. Don't think, don't, don't try to come up with an answer that you think I will think is cool or whoever. Answer it. What's huge to you? If it may seem small in the grand scheme of things, but it's huge to you, it's huge to you. So answer it honestly. Answer it from your heart. Excuse me. <coughs> Ooh, sorry about that. But we're just going to keep on going, baby. We're letting it freaking rip. You know what I mean? We're not editing, editing out a cough. Anyway, so for me, um, what I would love to celebrate this time next year is earning six figures from my personal brand, right? From speaking, from courses, from, from my writing, from coaching and consulting, from all of the things that I am currently working to build. Um, that's, that's one thing that I would love to celebrate. And the, the money is great, obviously. You know, I'm an adult. I have a family. I have responsibilities. But it's more so, you know, who I can become, you know what I mean, by by building something and what I can create. And, and most importantly, the lives that can be touched by me doing what I know I'm purposed to do. So, so that's what I would love to celebrate this time next year. All right. And I'm working towards it, too. Y'all just stay tuned. I promise. All righty. Question number four, how would others benefit from you taking better care of yourself? This is a big one right here. So how would others benefit from me taking better care of myself? So, so let's go. Let, let's so, so my wife, I believe if I let it rip and I do everything I need to do to take care of me and to really pursue my dreams and goals and really let it rip and really let the world see who I am and really touch lives the way that I want to, my wife's my wife will be so much less stressed, right? Um, th- there would be, so she is, she is, um, sh- she's a very strong woman and she's very, very supportive. And a lot of times she sees my frustration with not being a hundred percent free to express myself. And it, you know, it kind of, it, it throws off the atmosphere sometimes because sometimes I feel like a caged animal, but as I grow past that, as I take better care of myself, as I allow myself to be free and be 100% unapologetically me it will allow her, it will allow things to just flow more smoothly for her. So I'm working on that. We're building. This, this, it's about to be amazing, sweetie. Um, for my children, they'll have a better example of self-love. The more I take care of myself, the more that I'm comfortable with being me, the more that I am, um, I have the courage to pursue my dreams, to make mistakes, to, you know, to fall on my face, brush myself off and get back up and continue to love myself through the the entire process, my children will benefit because they will have an example that they can touch, right, of what self-love really looks like. And that's one of the gifts that I want to give to my children. I want them to be 100% unapologetically themselves, right? Whatever that is, whatever they were designed to do, to be, to become, I want that for them. I don't want them to be like me. I don't want them to be like their mother. I want them to be 100% apologetically whatever God has created them to be. And so that's the way they benefit from me taking better care of myself. And the way the world benefits is 
um, the more that I, the more that I take care of me and share my message and share me with the world, lives will be changed, right? People will be encouraged. People will be inspired. And, and folks will, I'm going to be the bridge that helps people get from point A to point B or from point X to point Y, wherever you are. Or if you need a, a help, if you need help up, I am a ladder builder. So, you know, I, I'm going to be the one that helps people to help to help pull people up and get them from where they are to where they want to be. So that's how the world is going to benefit. So moving right along, how can you deeply improve your relationship with yourself this year? How can you deeply improve your relationship with yourself this year? So I am, for those who don't know, my whole entire mission is based on uh, self-esteem, right? It's based on building self-esteem, building people up, helping people to learn to love themselves and be free to be who they are, right? And in that, self-esteem is made up of six pillars. And I'll just run through them really quick. The practice of, and practice means it's something that you do daily, not that you do one time, you do it for a moment. These are daily life practices that I employ in my life every day that are really helping me grow leaps and bounds. And that's the practice of living consciously. That's, that's being awake, being aware of my decisions, being aware of the world around me and not just going through life in a mental fog, right? Being able to enjoy moments and enjoy life and enjoy every step of this amazing process, right? Self-acceptance, accepting that, accepting who I am, good, the bad, the ugly, the flaws, and even the greatness. A lot of times, a lot of us, we struggle to accept our gifts, that's a whole that's a whole separate thing that 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 I'm going to talk about at a later time but when we hear self acceptance a lot of times we go straight to you know the flaws and the mistakes but a lot of us are struggling to accept how freaking great we are and so that that's what we want to really touch that's what we I'm getting a little excited. Self-acceptance is the second practice that I implore in my daily life that helps to strengthen my relationship with myself. And then self-responsibility, taking 100% ownership for my life, right? Self-assertiveness, right? Having the courage to speak up for myself and to let the world know that I'm here, right? To, to, to have the courage to show up and be 100% unapologetically me. That's what self-assertiveness is. Living purposefully, right? Pursuing what I know I need to pursue, right? Living every day on a mission, right? Going after purpose, you know, doing the things that I need to do to bring forth what I know that, what I know I have inside of me. And also personal integrity, right? That's the sixth practice. Personal integrity is simply living a life that, that is aligned, right? Not thinking one thing and feeling one thing, but then speaking another way, but then acting another way. That's something that I am totally, totally against. I never want to be a hypocrite. Are you going to be perfect and hit the mark every time? No, but my daily practice, my daily pursuit is for my life to actually line up with the things that I say, the things that I post, the things that I, you know, throw out there and the standards that I hold others and myself too. I want to be able to align my life with that. So that's something that I daily pursue. So how can you deeply improve your relationship with yourself this year? For me, it's by practicing the six pillars of self-esteem. 
All right, question number six. All right, I'm gonna take a sip of this, uh, let's take a sip of my coffee right here, pardon me. That's one of the best two seconds of life right there when you take a sip of your coffee and it's just, all is right with the world for that two seconds. Anyway, no, question number six, how do you currently manage stress and how can you better manage stress this year? So for me, thankfully, I'm one who stays pretty level 99.9% .9 of the time. And the reason is when, when stress comes, when life starts to, you know, try to beat me up or when, when I'm attacked from different angles, whatever it is, when I'm trying to make something happen, right? When I'm trying to sit here and record a, a, a video and podcast at the same time and read these questions and not run around the room, which is what I want to do, but stay right here so that I'm in the camera so that you can see me and hear me. So I become curious, right? That's what I do. I, I try to turn frustration into fascination, right? I start to, I start to ask myself questions, questions like, you know, okay, how am I feeling? What, what is, what is happening here? There's a change in my chemistry right now. You know, what is happening here? Okay. Why is this happening? You know, what does this mean? Okay, what does it mean? Why am I upset? What's what's going on here? Right. And really, really identify what's going on here. Right. And then when I have an idea, I flip it and I say, okay, what else could this mean? You know, what else could this mean? Because my initial my initial thought and feeling, it could be wrong. And so when I ask myself, what else could this mean? It gives me a different perspective and it gives me another way to look at a situation so I don't jump the gun. So I don't automatically make assumptions that may be incorrect. I like to I like to ask myself that question. And so what's happening is now I'm becoming a conscious thinker and I'm not just reacting to how re reacting to the emotion that just hit me. Um, and then I ask, OK, what what decisions led me to this point? How did I get here? OK. And then I go back and then I, and then I trace the steps back and I see, OK, I didn't do this which caused this, then I was supposed to do this, but I didn't, and this caused this, and then bam, here comes the stress, pardon me. So I learned from it, right? And that's the last question is, okay, what can I learn from this? What do I need to learn from this? What do I need to take notice of so that I can do my best to avoid this particular situation from happening again? Or when it shows itself again, I understand what it is and then I know how to move accordingly. So the way I deal with stress is I become interested. I become fascinated. I start to ask myself questions. And going forward, honestly... I don't I don't have a master plan in place to uh, to deal with stress better because actually I learn a whole lot in the way that I deal with stress. And that's a new practice for me. Um, I used to just shut down. I used to just block everybody out and go off into my little dreamland in my head. I used to bury my head in the sand and pretend like things weren't happening. But now what I do is I go through a process of asking questions and breaking the thing down so that I can get a better understanding so that going forward, I can deal with it in a better manner. Alrighty, question number seven. What can you do this year to bring more enjoyment or fun into your life? And what's stopping you from starting right away? So for me, it's getting out of my head. 
a lot of times I get lost in my head. I'm a recovering overthinker and sometimes my brain will get to going and I'll come up with 101 scenarios and blah, 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 blah. All the while, I haven't taken a step. I haven't moved. I haven't I haven't done what I want to do because I'm busy in my head processing. So one of the big things for me is getting out of my head and expressing myself more freely, being open, being honest, and just being me and loving myself in spite of what you think of me. Um, and just courage, just having the courage to take a stand, having the courage to jump out there, having the courage to be myself. That's what's going to change my life. And what's stopping me from doing it right away? Nothing at all, because I'm doing it. The fact that you're seeing and hearing this is me doing it. So thank you. Thank you for helping me. Number eight, what gift would you like to give yourself this year? Okay, so for me, it's um, I want to have uh, I'm going to have four books published. Um, the, the first one I am I'm, I'm finishing up now and it, and, and it will be out on my birthday, March the 7th. Stay tuned for that. And I want to earn at least 50 times my current hourly pay for a speaking engagement. That's what that is. That's just that's just four figures. I know the value I bring to a room, to a stage, to an audience, to human beings is worth much more than that. But one gift I want to give myself is that is to to, you know, just to earn four figures for a speaking engagement, which I can see that happening, you know, much, much sooner than later. We'll be talking five figures soon enough. But anyway, so let's see. What is your life really about? What is your purpose? For me, it's my mission statement. I'm on a mission to rid the world of the deadly disease of low self-esteem, one amazing human being at a time. That's literally, literally my life's work. Every person that I am blessed and privileged to touch, I want to plant seeds in them that will help them to become their best self. I want to give them the tools that they need to conquer low self-esteem so that they can rip it so that they can become the best version of themselves. I want to be able to touch a person's life and help them change in a way that will change the trajectory of their entire family, right? I want to I want to have an interaction with a gentleman who's going to go home and love his love himself better, which is going to cause him to love his wife better, which is going to cause them to be a a better stronger couple, which is going to cause them to parent better, which is going to cause them to raise children who are stronger and who are free and who have healthy self-esteem and on and on and on. You catch my drift. So, that's my mission and that is my purpose and that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm sitting here right now. Um this one was a tough one. What are you pretending not to know? What truth do you need to own? I had to think this one through a bit. Um, but the answer I want to give is, is this, and this is honest, that I can do more. So much more. There's so much. Here's the thing. What I actually do and give and say is really just the tip of the iceberg. Um, so when I open my mouth and I share something, trust me, there's so much more in there. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to become more comfortable just letting it freaking rip. And here's the second part to that. Um, I still have moments where I feel unworthy. I still have moments where I question whether I'm the voice, whether I'm the person who is to start this mission, whether I'm the person who 
is equipped to 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 accomplish this to rid the world of the deadly disease am i am i the person who's going to rid the world of a disease i may not finish it but i'm most certainly going to start it but truth be told there are times where i question whether i'm worthy and and again that's me being in my head and then i and then i get stuck and then i don't take action and then i suffer my loved ones suffer and the people who I'm who I'm supposed to be touching, they suffer, which I, I, I'm listen, I'm working at it. I'm working to shake that. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. This is me working to shake that. So thank you. Um, let's see. Number 11. What time waster are you willing to let go? This is easy for me. Television. Um, I, listen, television. I can I can do without even sports. Love sports like I do. I can do without and also scrolling. Now, you, listen, that's a big, that can be a big time waster. You know, there's a lot, are there benefits from, from scrolling? Of course, we get our news, we get our current events, you know what I mean? We get our encouragement. Um, but truth be told, we waste a lot of time scrolling. We spend a lot of energy looking at goofy things that aren't really adding value to our lives. So those two time wasters, I can get rid of those and concentrate more on growing and developing myself so that I can make this mission come to pass. Number 12, how can you redesign your mornings to begin your days better? That's an easy one as well for me. Um, I, my, my, my body automatically just pops up around 4.30 in the morning. I can get up immediately. Not roll over, not start thinking, not start processing. Do I really have to get up right now? Just get up. Just immediately get up, and that will help my morning flow much, much smoother. You know, I'm 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 at about I'm, I'm about I'm about 70% there, but as of this video, I'm gonna turn it up even more. So 4:30 when either I just pop up or the alarm goes off, I'm gonna immediately get up and get my day started like I know I'm supposed to. Because when I do that, I feel 10 times better than when I take my time and roll around or scroll or, you know, just waste time getting stuck in my head. And 13, how can you redesign your evening to bring more rest to your nights? So what I can do is I can have my day planned. So before I turn in for the night, I can have tomorrow planned out so that I can rest easier because my brain is not all over the place trying to figure out who and what and when and where and why I can actually have my day mapped out and, you know, have the things that I that I want and need to do mapped out, which will help me to rest easier and also have to have my uh, to have some things already to have my work clothes already prepared already picked out, already ironed, already hanging, already ready for me to go so that I don't have to worry about making those decisions in the morning. And also my workout clothes, have those right by the bed, you know, the things that I need so that when I do just pop right up, I can get my sneakers on and, you know, throw my stuff on and get on in the mix like, I, like I'm supposed to. So anyway... Those are the 13 questions. I know I kind of zipped through it. And as I said, I will make these questions available. I'll put them in the show notes. And um, again, this is Reese. Thank you for tuning in to Daily Gems. This was obviously a much longer episode than normal, but I wanted to share these 13 questions. I hope that, you know, one or more of them, um, it, I hope you answer these questions and I hope that something that you heard or something that you receive from yourself as you tap in to answer these questions really, really inspires you to get up and go, really inspires you to let it freaking rip. 
Thanks again for uh, tuning into Daily Gems. I'll see y'all soon.